Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for February 3rd, 2017. I'm your host, Victor Frost, and tonight, oh boy, we're going to be talking about politics. On the show, of course, for such a heady affair is Scott Johnson. Hey, Scojo. Hey. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, how's things beside the uh, the rampant fear for our society? Well, I'm going to be casually looking behind me all the time because my daughter is still up past her bedtime. Uh-oh. She did not go to sleep in time. <gasps> oh, my. So are you looking for your daughter or Laura? <laughs> uh, well, I let Laura go to sleep so she would let me on the podcast as long as I put to bed <laughs> Kaylee. But that did not actually happen. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, and of course, that voice you heard was George. Hey, George. How's it going? It's, it's going all right. Uh, relatively. <laughs> relatively speaking. How about you, George? Some destroyed difference. <laughs> <laughs> Schadenfreude over there a little bit. <laughs> destroyed through <laughs> use or stupidity? Um, this one appears to be destroyed through use. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, and I'll of course, we you. have Cherba. Hey, Cherbs. Hello. How, how how do you feel looking into this madhouse from outside? Um, well, at least I'm making money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like I've been awake since like yesterday at some point, just fucking working on shit because you elected a madman who keeps me well supplied with work. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's good, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But still, you know, it's nice weather. You know, yeah. drinking a fucking El Salvadorian lager. So, <laughs> can't complain. Okay. Well, um, so in, in lieu of not having... In the process of going through the last episode of Acceptable Vices, which was still... Um, still hasn't gone up because uh, editing a game show has proven to be a bit more difficult than I anticipated. Um, one thing <laughs> that sh- I keep, show- keep going through is that we very narrowly hit on the term alternative facts within the first 30 seconds of it prior to it being used by Kellyanne Conway. Fucking kidding, really? No, I'm not. We were going, oh, let's play fact or crap. And Skojo was like, don't you mean fact or Trump? Fact or not facts? <laughs> I was like, oh, so close. So close. Yeah. So close. Not oh, psychic. Yeah. Trev- Trevor Noah had a good one the other day. Oh, it yeah. Was, I feel like the next four years is going to be all Trump saying something and the rest of us going, we have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Epridge Farm remembers. Epridge Farm. What the fuck is Pepperidge Farm? I've been wondering for years. It's a brand of like cookies. They're really old timey cookies. Yeah, they make. Are they cookie- good for they're- your memory? No, no, it's just that they're, they had commercials. They're old fashioned. Yeah, they had commercials. That's the like, joke. Oh, remember, you know, remember X Y Z. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Hi, Farm Kaylee. Been around How are you, Kaylee? I wonder what her view on politics is. <laughs> well, if you've been supplying her with a steady diet of Sesame Street and or Mr. Rogers, it should be, we should all be nice to everyone and share. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you can keep it looking at what's going on at the moment. <laughs> Luckily, uh, she ran off. Uh, but, yeah. you know, 
you know wise, what the most depressing wise beyond her years right yeah my the most depressing <laughs> thing for these last couple of weeks is reading everything of the communication <laughs> out of the white house from trump and realizing that like historians a hundred years from now will be reading these documents and being like what the f where was this guy <laughs> like going through it's gonna be like Trump, the first crazy president. Well, maybe the second crazy president. <laughs> to be fair, we're reading them now and going, what the fuck was he even thinking? <laughs> no, but it'll be like, you know, Gettysburg Address, Trump, <laughs> calling <laughs> like somebody a traitor or something. Four score and seven years ago, this country was huge, tremendous. I guarantee it. <laughs> It's to let you touch touch him in the pussy. Four like, score and a bigly number of years ago. Bigly number of years ago. We laugh you ever heard because the, the alternative like, uh, is to cry. <laughs> have you ever heard the theory of, I think it's contemporal blending or something like that? But basically, people accidentally getting different periods of history that were far apart mixed together because they didn't realize that they happened so far apart in time. <laughs> That's like with Jesus and the dinosaurs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine someone 200, 300 years in the future looking back and like seeing a bizarre meld of like Trump and Lincoln. God. <laughs> <laughs> like they think Lincoln talked like Trump, and that's I why all of his get speeches Lincoln were weird. And Trump confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody on a test sometime in the future is going to be like, "Oh man, like, like I can never I... remember the difference between Trump and George Washington." Oh my I god. Mean, they both had weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, people are going to confuse Trump and Nixon, probably. I can say that, yeah. That's fair, though. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I mean, they're both crooks. They've both done a lot of turning off recordings in the White House, in the Oval Jeez. Office. So, the, so I, I think it was the Library of Congress or something that had to get in touch with the White House and just check in on them, say, hey, oh, by the way, there are standards of record keeping you need to comply with. You do know that, right? Well, they probably know. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah so it's become White abundantly clear, clear that yeah. Steve that uh, Steve yeah. Bannon is Trump's <laughs> Dick Cheney. It's become abundantly clear that they don't give a fuck. Yeah, that is also true. Uh, but Yeah, the other, the other yeah, fact ahead. is realizing that my daughter will recognize Trump as the first president of the United States that she like remembers. Oh, oh shit! Oh, yeah, bring it down. Bring it down. <laughs> where is where? You know, we need Animaniacs again. Animaniacs just took the piss out of took the piss out of everyone. They would have had a field day. With they did Trump. make good fun. Clinton. Oh, fucking speaking of, Animaniacs. you can tell that I'm mildly annoyed by the extreme exaggeration of my fucking pronunciation. Mm. Have you heard the fucking shit that the South Park dickheads are carrying on with? Yeah, I no. heard something about that. That they're not gonna make fun of Trump. They're gonna they're gonna let him yeah. do it himself or something like that. Like, I mean, please stop me if at any point this is too much of a shock, but Two rich right-wing libertarian guys who write comedy have suddenly backed away from political comedy when the rich right-wing guy who plays the libertarian values got into power. Mm. I don't really like their show that much. Yeah, not well, so much either, to be honest. To be honest. Oh, I've I used to like it. <laughs> I used to. I used to like it, but I, I just kind of got bored closet. of it. 
Because it, it just got really predictable. Because yeah. it's always the same fucking formula with just different proper nouns plugged in. Yeah. And they tried to do something new with, like, the whole PC principal season. Like, doing season... Uh, season-spanning stories. But that just didn't really land with me, so... <sighs> and also, like, seriously, he's too hard to mock. Like, because everybody else is managing reality. it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they already did... They did Trump all last season where they had uh mr garrison pretending to be trump and pretty much not wanting to run for president and still getting elected i mean they they pulled that joke i could see the argument that they were like you know you expect us to do trump trump is like too easy for us to actually do so we're gonna say it's too hard and focus on other topics just because we've just spent like the last year or so doing these political ones and south park isn't always completely about like what's going on on the exact like political sphere they might be talking about a topic in politics yeah but not really like the people in politics mm -hmm. i mean i could see them being like <laughs> uh, we'd like to do a different show be so we don't get burned out <laughs> like just beating on trump every day like that doesn't right. seem like something that they would be like super into at the moment at this well, stage. to be fair it's not that they're saying like oh he's too difficult to satirize that is a bit of an exaggeration even though they are like basically bottling it because they're fucking cowards they're basically going well no he's worse than satire he's he's too bad to be satirized no well I, this is the exact I do, I do opposite of what you should like, do with satire you guys it's didn't not that he's it's not that he's too hard to satirize because he becomes exactly what the satire is very rapidly it's just that you know he's fucking worse than what they'd satirize i'm like guys come no. on no what it again, is is he will become whatever they say so they are they are backing <laughs> slowly away and going we don't want to end the world by giving him any ideas i mean they 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 master i mean they were really hitting him hard last time i mean they were hitting everybody obviously but they right. they made some pretty they went pretty far with their jokes it's like kind of hard to think about how far there they could go with the metaphor that they were doing throughout the whole season last season uh, because the metaphor know. was that he doesn't the idea of the joke was that he doesn't want to be president so he's doing this hard he's just saying this horrible yeah, stuff he does all these like not, horrific things yeah, yeah. so and he it's doesn't become pretty president. clear that it's yeah. become pretty clear that that wasn't true <laughs> no and that well because <laughs> no, like, if was they the keep joke. doing that it's just how far i mean you're just basically repeating the same joke over again Ugh. see i still think they should I satirize think, him but well yeah absolutely and i would also point out that this is also not the first time that they've blinked yeah do you remember how they suddenly the last time that they suddenly lost the will to do a lot of political stuff right about the time that bush got elected huh hmm. funny that isn't it it's almost like they're cowards and they don't want to risk yeah. political retribution uh i mean well i, I feel like go you that. guys i feel like i wouldn't you guys go so far as saying the that past. they i wouldn't like, go so far as saying that they are worried about political retribution just that like it's not surprising that guys who hold a lot of right-wing beliefs are probably not that up to mocking right-wing people as mm. much as everyone else. Oh, that's Can right. I, I that keep forgetting also... libertarian is is the new, like, Republican Party. Can I also note they didn't exactly go after Obama that much either? Uh, so, I mean, if you're... I'm just telling you, I no, think no, you're... That's you're you, you're you're making South Park more about current 
political figures than it is. It's more about topics in politics, not necessarily the people uh, specifically, because it's, you know, South Park. Hmm. I mean, I think they've been getting actually more on the topics that you're complaining about more recently, like as they've been trying to make their stories like the week or two before, you know, right after they happen. Yeah. I just also kind of think they've been coasting for years instead of actually doing anything really that good. So uh, I mean, uh, you mean Book of Mormon won a ton of awards, made tons of money on the... <laughs> no, I, meant, I meant specifically with South Park. Mm. Book of Mormon, I think, was so good simply because they were finally branching out and doing something different again. Because they're really fucking clever and really fucking good, but for some reason South Park just isn't anymore. South Park's just kind of South Park as South Park's always been. Simpsons did it. <laughs> and Simpsons continues to do it, and I suspect that long after we are all dead of nuclear <laughs> fucking fallout, Simpsons will continue to do it, being animated by fucking cockroaches. Yeah, they just they just got renewed for they just got renewed for their thirtieth season. Jesus. <sighs> There's a great comic for uh, manly guys doing manly things. Where the guy, where the commander, the guy from the future is sitting down and uh, watching Simpsons with someone else and they say, so what was, how did Simpson end? He says, I'll let you know when it does. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. wait, what was that in, sorry? Manly guys doing manly things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I would have, I would have liked if it, I would have liked if it was a Futurama joke. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get, let's talk about some of the horrific stuff that's happened. Uh, let's, let's kind of, let's try to work our way backwards a bit, and I don't know what the most recent thing is, uh, but let's talk with what happened, I believe, yesterday, uh, with, uh, with, uh, mein Fuhrer Trump's call to Australia and Mexico. <laughs> Cherba, <laughs> how how what 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 did happen with uh with Mr. Orange Face's call to your Mr. Malcolm Turnbull? Uh, basically, to give you the super short version, he gloated a lot, he bragged a lot, he acted like a bully, carried on like a dickhead, and then hung up mid conversation while Turnbull was talking. He also <laughs> it uh, just came out today from a White House staffer that he couldn't pronounce Turnbull's name. What? <laughs> he was apparently calling him Prime Minister Trumbull a bunch of times. <laughs> Mr. Trumbull. Oh. It's Turnbull. Trumbull. So there was the idea that there was the idea that maybe um cuz this cuz apparently the way he talked to uh, Prime Minister Turnbull was uh very similar to how he generally talks to his opponents. And I think there was the idea floating around that maybe he, because he, uh, Turnbull is part of the uh, the, the, the Liberal Party of the Australia, Liberal, the Liberal Party, which with which Trump was conflating with liberal ideology in general, which evidently yeah. is not the case. <laughs> Very much not the case. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, guy! Like, surely the fact that they are trying to foist a thousand and change refugees. That we already rejected and detained indefinitely in a hellish prison camp. <laughs> maybe that might have clued you in that maybe they're not the left-wing party. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they're... Uh, well, nah, that would involve Trump doing research 
beforehand. Research? Was ist das? As we learned from the uh, presidential debates, he didn't actually prep. Research is for people who don't know things already and know everything and have the best knowledge. Unfortunately, we can't even say that sarcastically anymore because he won. I know. We can't I even like deride him for that because clearly knowledge. that is a functioning strategy. I must <laughs> say... And here is something I honestly thought I would never say. I am actually a little bit proud of Turnbull because <laughs> apparently while Trump was a loud, aggressive, bragging, penny-ante bully, apparently Turnbull didn't take any shit and turned around and fucking yelled at him a fair bit as well. So, like, basically all but told him <sighs> to fuck right off. What I wouldn't so, do to ha to hear that conversation. You well, what I wouldn't do to hear the conversation with Russia that they turned off the fucking recorder for about yeah. fifteen minutes later. Yeah. There was a <laughs> there was an important point about the every time you read Trump is that he does not <laughs> like when you write down what he actually said. His transcripts are nigh intelligible. Are really intelligible and you actually have to listen to him because without like his manner of talking like things come off like crazy and then when you listen to him you're like oh look they're laughing in the room like he's actually telling a joke here mm -hmm. like there's just a lot of that uh with trump which is the unfortunate is for diplomacy <laughs> he also has a lot of things in the manner that he speaks that would probably be best punctuated with something like an m dash <laughs> but most people who aren't journalists don't use M dashes. Indeed. <laughs> so you end up with this word salad that looks like gibberish because in standard punctuation, he's got a sentence inside of another sentence with little to no differentiation. So it seems insane. But if you punctuate it like it's said with M dashes, then it actually makes a little bit more sense. At least, like, in wow. relation to how human beings talk to each other, if not anything else resembling sense. <laughs> Is the M dash at all different from a regular dash? Yes. It's, uh, yes. it's longer. Slightly narrower. Narrower. Narrower? I thought it was longer. Oh, wait. No, do not mistake it. Oh, They're not, not the same thing. Yes, they are not the for same For those thing. of you playing at home, you can search for EM and then dash what keyboard it's not you can also search for rainbow dash if <laughs> you're still into fucking my little pony <laughs> uh, of course if you look I'm up just be EM, happier yeah <laughs> if you look up em dash the slate article on it is the case m dash please hear me out m dash against the m dash <laughs> Well, Slate can M-dash, yeah. <laughs> and really, I'm quite serious about this, M-dash, lick my sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> the M-dash is the king of all punctuation. Do not at me, I will fucking fight you. So, okay, so there's the M-dash, the slightly narrower N dash or the even narrower hyphen, which we'll just call a dash. There you go. Now you know... In computing, yes. we just call those dashes, and I use them <laughs> all the time. And then there is also one of the kind of okay Star Wars heroes, Dash Render, which is also what happens on your computer screen when you type a dash. <laughs> but um bum uh, <laughs> you've, been, you've been saving that since we started talking about dashes, haven't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm not going to pretend I actually put any thought into it. Funny. I just thought of it, and then like... 
immediately stored it to memory. There was no <laughs> modification, no further thought, just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we have uh, Trump's call to uh, the president of Mexico, uh, Peña Nieto. And um, I, apparently at one point in the call, Trump threatened to send armed military into the uh, into Mexico to deal with, quote unquote, honestly, bad hombres. I, I have a feeling that that is probably taken out of like a context of a joke because, I mean, even though the Australia stuff sort of overshadowed everything, I think if he was actually threatening the Mexican president, we would have heard about it in terms of from the Mexican president being like yeah. WTF. And since the Mexican president has not really made an indication that that was how it was supposed to be taken. I'm pretty sure that was a joke. It's just a, it's what I was just talking about. Like, well, I mean, Trump what's is the just impossible let, to read. Let us let us consider the alternative. Either neither government's treating that seriously, even if it was, even if he did mean it seriously, or one or both of the governments acknowledging that statement and then have to deal with the implications of one country's leader threatening to send armed forces into another country, you know, without authorization. So. To be fair, the United States does this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the United States military being in places where the United States military has no business being is a long and proud tradition. Well, I mean, we have, we were, we're in lots of places. We have no place. Yeah. It's we're being places where we weren't invited. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the key. <laughs> <sighs> like for example, Cuba. <laughs> yeah, the Cuba. Uh, Cuba. Uh, um, and happier news, uh, Canada, being Canada, is uh, ha- has ma- made uh, multiple examples of being better America than America, um, including saying that they're going to take as many refugees as possible. And the governor of Ontario, uh, governor or mayor of Ontario, one of the two, uh, saying the they're going to provide... Ontario. F- yeah. Uh, saying they're going to provide free medical treatment to refugees turned away from the U.S. So go Canada, you're great. <laughs> keep 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 being an example of what America could be. It wasn't so fucking cold. I'd look for a job there. I mean, for go- for God's sake, they even have a hot prime minister. <laughs> How many nations have a world leader that's actually pretty fucking hot? Uh, like name two, including Canada. Let's are we see. now all looking up hot <laughs> world leaders now? Yeah, well, we are now. With your Google searches, <laughs> you're gonna be getting some weird fucking Google ads. <laughs> Doesn't like Luxembourg or something have some like? <laughs> it's like Tinder for politics. I don't know. Yeah. Julia yeah. Julia Gillard was was pretty attractive. If the I list correctly. <laughs> the list hottest heads of state really. And it's a website. Oh, my God. I must Uh, say, when it comes to Julia Gillard, I was into her entirely politically. Not. She's not my style. I'm sorry. She is probably a perfectly acceptable looking lady, but I'm not the one to judge simply because just not my style. So. And also, she's Welsh, for God's sake. Why did Julia automatically complete? Because... You did you just search for attractive heads of state? No, I didn't. Oh, Why see. not? Why not? Why didn't you? Prime Minister of Iceland, Malcolm Turnbull's on the list. What? Bullshit. No, he's on the list. Hey, the the King of Bhutan is uh 
the king of spade is uh, like some sort of mix between russell crowe and uh mel gibson oh are you looking at the one on the richest no hottest heads of state.com because <laughs> i looked at the one on the richest and it includes david cameron <laughs> <laughs> is he though david cameron a fucking melon-headed pig fucker <laughs> Grand Duke of Luxembourg is not a handsome... President of Slovenia looks week. like a fucking math teacher. What are you doing, the richest? Oh my god, Vladimir Putin is oh, 23rd okay. <laughs> and he must be very upset at us. I'm not sure if he's the current or the previous uh, president of Mexico, but Enrique Pena Nieto, he is... He's not bad. He, no, yeah, he's I was not. gonna say. He's I was third saying on the list. He's pretty banging. <laughs> of course, Justin Trudeau is number Justin one. Justin Trudeau. Like with the Justin you know, Trudeau scented candle, what class of his own. What was that even? <laughs> smell uh, Theresa like? May is 49th. <laughs> Actually, fair call, Barack Obama. He has he's got it going on. Is he even on the where, list? Where is he on that? <laughs> well, he's he's not. He's not a world yeah, leader I anymore. Leader anymore. <laughs> Guess. Well, I figured maybe they had like the last year. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> looking at world leaders so, that are better looking than ours two weeks ago when we had a stylish world leaders why the hell yeah. is yeah, Shinzo President Heidi, he's, he's pretty stoned dude uh, King, uh, Kim Jong Un is uh, 199 do you think they, do you think they just, this website just ranks Kim, Kim Jong-un should probably yeah. be a little bit lower than 199 on account of the fact that he looks like a shit potato <laughs> or a really good potato I'm not sure by okay, what standard do you judge Belgium. your potatoes? The Prime Minister of Belgium best. needs to be a lot higher than 72. He's not a bad looking dude, and there are a lot worse above, I tell you. Also, here's a fun fact for you before we move on to something else insane. <laughs> oh, but why would we? <laughs> Julia Gillard's from Wales, but she is specifically from a town called Barry. Barry? Which I've always found kind of funny, because someone someone going, oh, why should we name our town? Someone's just gone, oh, I don't know, Barry? <laughs> yeah, great idea! Fantastic. Actually, there was a really good sitcom, uh, not sitcom, there was a really good drama about a bloody uh, English guy falls in love with a Welsh girl from Barry and all this nonsense going back and forth. They also had a really good theme tune. I used to watch it with Max when we were hanging out in fucking West Country. This yeah. isn't going anywhere, so feel free to jump <laughs> in anytime. Oh, they also, just a, just a slight uh, FYI, this site also has a hottest president of the United States in order, and the number one president, hottest president is Franklin Pierce. Uh, number two what? is James K. Polk. Number three is John F. Kennedy. Four is Theodore Roosevelt. Five is uh, Ulysses S. Grant. And then six is Barack Obama. Just wanted to get the Barack Obama there. Uh, George W. Bush was nine on this list. <laughs> Franklin Bill Pierce, Clinton, I mean... Only 13? What? I'm so, Franklin I still can't Pierce handle. looks like he's aged out of a fucking emo boy band. <laughs> Well, that's probably why he's the hottest president. <laughs> I don't mean in a good way. He He's like Sarah Snape's been beaten with a cricket bat. Dude, U.S. presidents are not exactly like, you know. <laughs> yeah. James K. Polk literally looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even mean that in jest. I mean, like, literally, he has the same facial features and he giant does. forehead as the fucking Crypt Keeper. Are you... You kidding me? Franklin D. Roosevelt needs to be higher than that. He needs to be higher than Bush at any truth. Lol. Donald Trump was forty on the list of forty four. Wait, then who Jesus. wait then who? Uh Grover Cleveland. 
Understandable. William Henry Harrison. John I have no uh, idea what he looks Egg. like. Chester A. Arthur. Chester and, A. Uh, okay, John Adams. Okay, Chester A. Arthur for the beard alone needs to be, be higher, higher than that. I know. He's right? working. Yeah, that yeah. Beard. William oh Henry Harrison has a face that looks like he should be in like an old timey block print or a on pharmacist the, on the label <laughs> of a beer bottle. He looks like a Norman like a Rockwell pharmacist. Face on it. That's, what he, that's what he looks like. Just be All glad right, he so, doesn't look like so a Gustav Klimt pharmacist. Hold on, hold on. Before we, before we go back to politics, please <laughs> give me just a moment here. Uh, indulge me and look upon this. Uh, get the RL here. Uh, indulge, indulge my uh, my preference away from insanity. Oh, wow. Look at this Justin Trudeau scented candle. Somebody spent the money to get hottest <laughs> head of state as a top level domain. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> Wait, hotteshead-of-state.com, yeah? You can't, yeah. can't, yeah. can't do dot... That's not expensive. That'll be like 10 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah that's probably, I know, but yeah. I'm kind of impressed that they even spent 10 bucks a month for that. That is a pretty niche fucking site. Yeah. <laughs> they can't expect to be making much on that. We, the uh, comments section linked. is pretty robust. People yeah, we, and we just it. went there. Yeah. Fair. On a whim, in the middle of a podcast. I'm offended. Yeah, uh, this is according, be to, according to really I'm right, a hog, yeah. written on December wow. 12th, December 10th, I'm offended Abe is number 35. 35, that is a disgrace to our nation. You got pedo looking Jimmy Carter above Lincoln? Honest Abe is no doubt a top five candidate for sure. Would F young Reagan, though, no lie. Okay. Victor, I, I thought I have I the thought, counter, counter candle to your candle. Oh my god, it has hair on it. Why? I would have thought that I'm a hog <laughs> would be more into James Cameron, but you know. Trump scented candle. Does that just light up? <laughs> what <laughs> the does fuck that? does that Ooh. smell like? <laughs> How um, does that even work? Um, just a torch. Okay, name, name like? the three things that a Trump scented candle would smell like. Go, Cheeto. Three. Can you count three with me, Victor? <laughs> I was, I was hoping everybody else would have one. Uh, <laughs> pussy. Old oh, man. No. Uh, Yeast infection. I would have maybe. gone with. <laughs> I would have gone with like old man, fake tan, and like that kind of very particular medicinal kind of smell from Rogaine hair shampoo. Oh. Yeah, no, hemorrhoid cream. That's Hemorrhoid cream. That's an actual you know, <sighs> answer. He doesn't yeah. use hemorrhoid yeah, cream. Know, right? If you rubbed I it would... on him, he'd fucking disappear. I was just going for vulgar there. I love the defective <laughs> candle. Wow, these people just specialize in head of states, head of state scented candles. Got George hey Washington, man, when you find Aaron your niche. Burr. Putin, Putin scented candle. It smells like just, vodka and bloodshed. This they have a defective can. Thousand dollars. Only one is available. Is it the Trump candle? No, no. I've just had the thought that what if the reason Trump is so angry and always getting into fights is because he has hemorrhoids and doesn't use hemorrhoid cream? Well, if like you if wanted to talk about irritating, and he, I mean, he if just you want- like mellow way out. I mean, I mean, if if Actually. anybody were to describe <laughs> Trump as an irritated asshole, I wouldn't dispute it. <laughs> also, we have now moved on to the fat yak. Ah, it's fucking good ale. Actually, mm-hmm. the fat yak Pacific ale is really fucking good. I've been enjoying that one over Australia Day, but I do not have any left because I enjoyed them all. Uh, let's see. Next on the list, judges. Judges being judgy against Trump and. Uh, Seemingly in sequence, blo- taking turns blocking his executive order. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then, you know, 
U.S. Border Patrol being in contempt of court and not having U.S. Marshals called on them because they fall under the Justice Department, which is under Trump. Oh, this this is a constitutional crisis that no one ever envisioned. (laughs) No. Can we just... Can we talk about how ridiculous this executive order is? Go ahead. Sure, why not? We've Please. already spoken about fucking ca- Yeah. Hold <laughs> on, Turbo, you muted your mic. What? Yeah, you, you muted it like, right in the yes, middle. Yes, that was... That was <laughs> wait, right in the middle? I thought I was finished. But no. anyway. <laughs> well, we've already spoke... We've already talked about candles, so we might as well move on to something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't even understand why you would sign that executive order and have it instantly go into effect like we didn't there wasn't an attack recently that uh that threatened the united states there scott because he said he'd do it and he's a go-getter and he's not no, gonna I know, waste any you, time but you make i mean not go-getting i mean it's just like a fundamental misunderstanding of our whole process like oh well and he even quoted if lies he during didn't it. know how the government worked what I, I, I know. It's just that I don't quite understand how he can't be having advisors around him that know that the process takes two years, that if you cut it off immediately, like if you gave it like two months before it went into effect, you still wouldn't be letting people in. Like, I just, it's just, I don't understand why politically you do this. You know, I bet you a, a bunch of people would be completely satisfied with this uh, executive order. You, you seem it, to think that Trump listens to people around I I find your logic flawed. <sighs> I think it's more the case that he and he doesn't care. For, first off, he doesn't care. And I think that in the in the heart of hearts of the GOPs and Senate and, and everywhere else and all of his advisors, they know he's not going to be a two-term president. Uh, I don't look this thing is here's, on that. here's what's going on. This thing that he's just done is going to pull very well with the majority of the country that he was elected by. Because, you know, he well, won the popular speaking, vote, remember? The minor... No, none of that double think here. None of that, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Our mind Fuhrer said he won the popular vote. He won the popular Can vote. Can we just bring up the fact that the book 1984 pretty much instantly became the most popular, the most purchased book on Amazon <laughs> after the whole Kellyanne Conway alternative <laughs> facts thing. I, I don't read because mine Fuhrer doesn't read, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just have like, it didn't mine translate Fuhrer, into the I pod- can walk <laughs> going through my head <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But yeah, you guys missed the, the incredible eye roll that Victor gave yeah. me there. <laughs> hey, aren't we, don't we need to do our seven minutes of hate? I actually kind of wonder how many of those copies of 1984 are actually going to be read. They're probably going to be thrown at somebody. Yeah. I have a lot of like things to do before I get to reading books. For a while down here, like 1984 sales jumped, but people weren't reading it. They were just buying it to send to various politicians who also didn't read it and just <laughs> fucking binned it. And I'm like, man, publishers must be fucking loving this as a form of protest. <laughs> you do you... books is making out like a bandit. It's the best form <laughs> of protest. Publisher, yeah. You want a bunch of controversy around your book so yeah. that it's sent like, a, you know, hundreds of copies are burned. They're like, oh, no, somebody bought like 100 copies of our book and are burning it. <laughs> the horror. Oh, no, so We'll print more now. Yeah. Oh, it's not like trees have disappeared <laughs> and the printing press is gone. Well, you know what? You know what? Actually, though, the, you know, printing, printing books is actually it's actually a lot better. All the 
pretty much every publisher uses trees from forests that are grown renewably and sustainably. Yeah. So that that's good, you know. I sort Speaking of laugh of at authors, people who try to conserve paper because paper is a renewable source. Yeah. Speaking of authors, J.K. Rowling has been spitting hot, hot fire oh, on Twitter shit. lately. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't like her style of writing, but I respect that woman. She's got a sharp wit. <laughs> She's pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <sighs> but yeah, well, so the thing is, is George, going back to your point, yes, I understand that That's Trump is going to want something a certain way, but he didn't write that executive order. No. Somebody had to type that executive order up, and you'd think that he's not going to read. <laughs> he's not going to read the uh, executive order before he signs it. He's just going to sign whatever they put in front of them. So you'd think that they, whoever was writing it up, would be like, "Well, let's make this so that we don't completely f up right here." Like, really? How hard would it be? Except that that would go against what they told him. Because Trump said, "Hey, I want you to write me an executive order that says this." And when he signs it, and it isn't that, that's going to be their head on a platter. So that's why someone be, didn't though? do that. How hard would it be for someone to sneak something in? Because even if it had their head on a platter for doing it, surely there's got to be something that's worth having your head on a platter <laughs> for like completely oh, yeah. dicking over Trump by typing some weird shit into his executive well, order. No, here's and I hereby decree... That it will be officially noted in the history books from henceforth that Donald Trump was principally known for having tiny hands. <laughs> I mean, how, how easy would it be to just, you know, I, Donald Trump, hereby resign the presidency? He'll sign no, it. No, no, it he wouldn't work. He won't read it. It wouldn't work. Why wouldn't it work? Well, because it's it, on paper. Well, because there's a there'll formal be, process There'll be 20 photographers watching <laughs> him sign because it. Because there is... I mean, all it would do is embarrass him, but there's a formal process for resigning the presidency. You can't just... It's, it's not, not really just, that... For, no, it's like you notify the Speaker of the House, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> what, did, what, what, would it, what if it would be true? But... <sighs> Alas. No, I'm I'm serious. It's there very easy to resign the president. No, I mean, but I mean, the fact of the matter is there. The fact of the matter that there's no pretty exit much everybody interview. In there, everybody in there <laughs> is exit interview. Can you <laughs> imagine the fucking ex the exit interview for a president? <laughs> what do you mean I'm fired? <laughs> You're fired. Uh, no, the fact of the matter is that I wish. Well, I wish there would be someone who'd who'd be willing to do that. Everybody who's around Trump right now very firmly wants him there because then he can be the fall guy for any political fallout. Well, I mean, you know what's even funnier? Like when they signed that executive order, it was right after they swore in uh, General Mattis as uh, Secretary of Defense, and they pretty much just like added to him, like, "Here you go." <laughs> Check this out. And he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wonder if any betting also, site didn't they has do the it like in the for... middle of the night. I mean, like it was Friday night. They did that or something, right? Well, yeah, nothing good happens on a Friday night. night. Even if they did in the middle yeah. of the night, it wouldn't. It's not as bad as how Congress completely it decided to change the rules on the confirmation. I'm not surprised by that at all. All right, about so, sixty thousand visas revoked due to travel ban. Yeah. Ban. 
All right. I thought it wasn't supposed to touch visas. Well, not. Here's something interesting. Apparently, uh, a couple of British ministers were told explicitly that citizens of the UK and Commonwealth nations would be exempted. And then turns out they weren't. So that means that either the US government has been lied to or the UK government has been directly lying to journalists about it one of the two why why is the uk on the travel uh because the uk had concerns that uk citizens who had been to iran for any reason were going to be uh what's his name caught up in the travel ban so they were contacting and going hey like what's the fucking deal and apparently the u.s assured them no no it's okay you're exempted no you're not turns out no the u.s doesn't know what its travel ban is because it's written in the vaguest of terms well no it's not even that it's uh you know there used to be this thing called the british empire and (laughs) a lot of those countries were part of it so people born in those countries or uh were at the time they ended up having uh both uh uk and uh like iranian uh citizenship so they have dual citizenship so they were worried that even though they're a uk citizen they also have the iranian citizenship and that would block them yeah that's how it works <sighs> jackie chan used to be a british citizen well hmm. he was born in hong kong wasn't yeah. he yep uh but he is no longer a british citizen because after the handover i can't remember when it happened 99 but uh after some time it was last, 99 like i was alive in that period it's right. just i don't remember what it <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> But uh, after the handover, people who were British citizens had the option to continue their British citizenship or let it lapse, and Jackie Chan just let his lapse because he never really liked the idea of being a British citizen no, anyway. 1997. Yep. Yeah, July 1st. Yeah. However, he has kept I his Australian 13. citizenship, so... There you go. How many citizenships does he have? Enough. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, two. Hmm. Uh, well, technically three, but like yeah. one of them's not really a citizenship. It's like a permanent residency, and it's fucking messy. Hmm. Okay, well, we're about uh, we're about forty eight minutes into this. Let's talk about some of the good things. Uh, first of all, I am very happy with the amount of civic activism going on <laughs> recently. I went to the women's march. How that? How was that, George? You you were our man on the ground there. Tell us how it there went. There were, I swear, a million people. Mm. Now is that a Trump a million people, or is that an, an actual a million? People? <laughs> that that is. <laughs> is it a million were, or an alternative million? Yeah. There. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'll tell you. There were a million <laughs> metro trips made that day. Oh my! So. You figure that that it's at least 500,000 people who just metroed. Doesn't count all the people who were already in the city who walked or who bust in or, you know, walked across the Arlington National Cemetery Bridge like I did because at the end of the day, I didn't want to try and ride the metro again. Right. Um, so I think there's, I, I can definitively say there were 750,000 mm. there. I think there was probably closer to a million. Uh, we filled up. So here's the thing is we were going to, like the plan was there was going to be a rally. All these, you know, big name celebrities were there. They were going to give pep talks or maybe do a sure. song. Right. And then we were going to march down the parade route. We were going to march up Independence, then uh, go in front of the Washington Monument, and then go up Constitution in front of the White House. Well, somewhere around 1 o'clock when we were supposed to start to march, nothing was happening because we had entirely filled up Independence <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> 
Um, so there was almost nowhere to go. <laughs> so it wasn't so much a parade as it was a stagnant yeah. river of people. Yeah, there was so many people. Um, that, yeah, they, they'd gotten a permit for 200,000 people. <laughs> and there was far, I mean, just in Metro rides alone, there were far more people than that. Right. Um, so, so yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit of a CF, to be honest. There was a lot of people there, but in the best uh, way. It was in the best way. Po- also, is really funny because we were about half a block to the side of Independence Avenue. Couldn't hear anything at all. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It was a back sh- apparently a very inspiring rally, but I didn't hear. We watched it the next day on. But yeah, there was. Well, that's the best way to do it, so you know. The many people. So, <laughs> so many people there. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of. Uh, it reminds me, I guess, of when they did the rally to restore sa- uh, sanity, and there was like such it a was, ridiculous amount of people. It was easily double that. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. It was. Well, that's good because lot. you know the rally to restore sanity was a like a moderation rally where you'd figure yeah. that you'd get more people when they're pissed off. It was a bit of a cluster. But yeah, no phones. My phone didn't work all day. Oh, it just. Didn't didn't phone. All the cell networks were cl- were clogged up. Yeah, huh? yeah. Oh man, would you believe there were people spinning a conspiracy about the phones not working around the march? It's just like Jesus Christ, dudes! There was like a million people there. Yeah. The cell towers were just full. Yeah. I don't think you understand. So you know, here is the spectrum of visible light. Here is the spectrum of electromagnetic frequencies that are useful for transmitting information. Here. Is the tiny, tiny little man where cell phones live? He's, he's tiny, so so adorable. That's that's why your cell phone didn't work. It was the same thing with the Standing Rock oh. protest. They were like, "Oh, the government's blocking cell phones," and a bunch of alt left outlets like Boing Boing were like, "The government's clearly blocking cell phones." <laughs> It's like, no. no, guys, no. Do you no. know the difference between a rural cell tower and a city cell tower? <laughs> a rural cell tower suddenly having a fucking thousand people show up to it is just going <laughs> to fuck it. It's going to take the day off and say, eh, not, not <laughs> today, go. guys. Yeah. We're going back to not a conversation we had before <laughs> the podcast, and that was the laws of physics always win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't yeah, laws, of laws of physics don't give a fuck what you think things should no. be doing. Laws of physics do what they want. Uh. I, I, I was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania when the, the Women's March was happening, and there was a, about 200 people at the town square there, which is pretty good for like the size of yeah. Lancaster, which yeah. is not city. It was really just like being stuck in an absolute sea of people, not... Like you couldn't see anything, you couldn't move. We were we were packed in like sardines. So I, I think what's kind pictures, of but they're all of my dog. Yeah. I think it's I think this is going to turn out to be scary, but incredibly interesting from a uh, from like a political perspective, because what we're seeing is that there are a lot of states where the states are actively pushing back against the president in in a picture of the squirrel that gave no fucks (laughs) we also have your low battery battery screen there george yeah this squirrel is like two feet feet away from me okay if you say that's a squirrel i'll believe you but (laughs) yeah man 
Go squirrel, you do you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the influx of attorneys coming in and governors and state representatives basically saying, "No, fuck you. We're not. We're not letting you do this." And then California, California. I am. I am the proud for you. Uh, basically saying, um. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Shut down sanctuary cities. No, no, we're deport. No, we're not going to do that. No, and the LAPD as well, uh, yeah, which is kind of a surprise considering the LAPD's checkered past. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> they've been making good efforts. Yes. Although technically they're part of the ex- do the pol- the police fall under the executive branch, don't they? Technically, they I would have ha- thought judicial, but I don't actually know now that I think about it. I I'm I pretty think- sure the police fall under the executive branch. I don't think the police fall under the federal government. Yeah, well, that's off. The, well, the local police. Uh, yeah. Let's see, state and local government. Well, maybe the executive branch of the local of the state government, or a, the county, or the township. Yeah. In here's terms a picture of, uh, of where we were in relation to the parade. This is what. There. Good picture. Blung. Also a good picture. <laughs> Full frontal with Samantha B. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, here is a question to... actually worth discussing from the live chat. What's up? Uh, from excellent listener Prad. What happens if all the effective trade blocks go up? Can America be a manufacturing nation? Yes. Yes, it can. But uh, predictably, the prices for just about everything will skyrocket. We yeah, totally bit, have iron in the ground. Skyrocket. We Well, we totally have yeah. iron in the ground that we can pull out. But... If America suddenly became an isolationist state, everything would become immediately expensive, and uh, it would it would take a while to retool. Yeah, I was about to say, like, sure, you'd be able to do it for a little while, but I'm pretty sure your economy would fucking implode. No, it would. Sure and, order. Oh no, it would, and it would take you know most of the world with it, <laughs> which is. Yeah, but kind of unfortunate. When, when I when I view what Trump's probably going to try to attempt to do with the United States, I view like Japan in the like nineties. <laughs> yeah, where like they pretty much went like full protectionist. They they were they were making sure people couldn't really put bring stuff in except for what they needed, like natural resources. And meanwhile, they were exporting as much as they could. Oh. Like you know, high tariffs on stuff coming in. Eh. I mean, that's where I see it. I don't see it as like we're just not going to let anybody sell anything here. I mean, to be honest, at the the moment, I'm just missing the days when we had a PM that could speak Mandarin because that's going to be fucking useful in the next couple of years. Yeah, especially Uh, when Australia allies with China because the United States leaves them in a lurch. Oh yes, (sighs) it's going to be very interesting next three years. I gotta say, like, if Trump does kick off a war in this part of the world and we get invaded, then like, come on, motherfuckers, who's gonna invade (laughs) Australia? Oh, it do you can know how many resources we have? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but dude, you have all the, the spiders, all, all the of spiders. them, <laughs> and drop bears. Well, yeah, but nobody wants those. <laughs> That's the thing is, you, no, they're you like land You don't get one without Turbo. the other. You nope. get all the spiders and the resources. Here's the thing. Do you know, you know, like Red Dawn and, you know, all the, you know, uh, rah-rah Wolverines bullshit and all that? Yeah, you know that? We have our own version of that. It's very similar, except for us, it's a children's book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say your your book is on the beach where the people are, like, waiting out the destroyed world in Australia, (laughs) waiting for the radioactive cloud to hit. Mad Max. (laughs) Some of it is when the children are fucking slaughtering people. Uh, No, like, seriously, we 
we do have a series that is basically Red Dawn Australia and it really is a children's book. A lot of schools have it as part of their required reading on the curriculum. It's actually really good. To you prepare for the tomorrow culling. when the war began. <laughs> Cherba, the thing is, is like Japan is no different. Look at that, what they show their children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just such a weird time. Like, and and being at somebody who like I, I tend to like try to avoid looking at all the domestic stuff and focus on like the foreign policy like implications of stuff. I just, it is, it is just crazy because I feel like most of the actions we're doing are going to empower russia and china uh Gee, which is really funny i wonder like, why that may be <laughs> yeah well no but we don't want i mean you know like for example pulling out of the uh the pacific uh trans-pacific TT, partnership TPP, yeah transportation yeah pacific partnership like actually strengthens china yeah <laughs> like it, it it's like oh well it's a it's a plot by china china wasn't a part of that treaty <laughs> no they were not <laughs> like that's i mean it's not even a great trade treaty because that's not the point of that treaty like if, i mean how dense do you have to be like okay. i didn't necessarily like that treaty but i understood the foreign policy implications of that treaty <sighs> well the good news is is that there are among among all the, among the executive orders that trump has issued the one about immigration is being mildly is being is being as resisted as you know, really feasible at the moment. And uh, grandmas are being reunited with their families as a result, which is which is great. The downside mm-hmm. is that, like, at least two people have died so far because of it. I just need the judicial branch to, you know, step up to the Sack fucking plate here. Yeah, By the way, I'm they, sorry. They, they, that, uh, they, they need to send marshals and, you know, enforce their... their but then you have marshals decrees. having to go up against branches of the federal government... <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a... Yeah. Send Walker, you know Texas what? Ranger. Well, no, he won't you know do what? it. I'm, I'm way okay <laughs> with that. It's going to be a shitstorm, but it's it's a shitstorm that needs to happen. Actually, yeah, I come to think Walker, Texas Ranger wouldn't do it because he's hilariously I can't actually conservative. remember his name. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, that's it. Yeah, Chuck Norris is Uber hilariously conservative, conservative and yeah. also supports Trump. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what, though? I would like to know Chuck Norris... <sighs> predicted that if obama got reelected, we'd have a thousand years of darkness and i feel like we are probably entering that thousand years of darkness that he predicted right now see <laughs> thanks obama chuck norris was right <laughs> just hey, not man. for the right reason <laughs> it's been a month i'm still optimistic <laughs> it hasn't even been a month yet Sherba, it's been two weeks not even oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? We didn't even uh, talk about the Supreme Court. Hey, to be fair, right? I okay, I so pretty guy much was... haven't slept in two weeks. Sherba, yeah. so. <laughs> you need to take some me time. Yeah, he's going to keep tweeting. He's never going to stop. Fucking, I need another fucking job. Is what I need. <laughs> hey, doesn't uh, he tweet on your time? He tweets on your time, Sherba. He tweets on my time. He tweets on your time. He tweets on any fucking time. <laughs> Doesn't I think Trump's the only man that sleeps less than I fucking do. Does he tweet in his sleep? Does he have a phone just grasped in his hand? Maybe that's what it is. So, so uh, they, we have a Supreme Court nominee, which I mean, absolutely. Why could why we we can't wait? I mean, that would be irresponsible against the voters to to wait for <laughs> Supreme Court nominee. Oh my God! Can we, can we just give a hand right now to Mitch McConnell? He has. I would like to note that. He masterfully played the Supreme Court seat by keeping that seat open. 
he forced a whole bunch of people who were like, I don't really like Trump, but I really like conservative values, and he has promised these really conservative judges. <laughs> I guess I'll have to vote for Trump. He, I am pretty sure that this move, beyond maybe even the FBI crap that occurred at the end of the election, probably single-handedly made it so that Trump won, uh, because <laughs> there was a lot of people who voted Trump purely because they wanted the, the Republicans to get their Supreme Court justice. And I say that because there is a lot of people who vote only solely on abortion rights. And uh, those people did not like Trump because they didn't really trust him. But when he put forward that he had conservative justices, even though they might not admit it, that's what brought them around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, uh, nomination was to uh, Neil Gorsuch. Should nobody knows fucking anything about whatsoever. <laughs> he's, he's like a more polite, less angry old dude. Scalia. Uh, Scalia. Now, and you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, he's it's, not. It's, I, he's now there's the all these. Choice. What my 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 advice to people, the five people listening to this, is <laughs> don't be too hard on the Democratic senators that have to vote to, uh, you know, to approve him. Um, I mean, look, he's a they, federal circuit court judge. He's, you know, he's a he's a decent judge of some character. Yeah. The uh, the electoral map in two in. Uh, 2018 midterms is going to be so bad for the Democrats mm. that you're going to have to let some of these guys do some crappy votes. However, however, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be in the streets protesting these guys. Like mm. we could be out there protesting against this Supreme Court justice. The people should do everything. The politicians occasionally have to stri strategically vote one way or the other with whatever political thing they think will get them reelected. Yeah. But at this Actually, point, we just need them to survive through 2018. Yeah. And being that we have seats, that we have to defend seats in North Dakota and Missouri, like yeah. these are not Montana. Like this these are is not a, This areas. is an entirely serious comment here. Call yeah. your, if you have Democratic senators and congressmen, call them and tell them you have their back no matter how they vote. Tell them you understand that politics is a shitty, dark, awful game, and they're going to do things that you don't like, mm -hmm. but you still got their back because they're, they're making the best decision they can. They're making the best out of a bad situation. I just feel like like some people get so wrapped up that they yeah. forget the political reality of the situation they're in. I mean, you know, if yeah, we could... I, was, I mean, I have... T my, my senator is Tim Kaine the former vice presidential nominee of the Democratic Party. I was expecting him to, you know, be throwing lightning at Trump, but he's actually, you know, he's, you know, going through the cabinet positions and, you know, voting for and against people and not really stirring up as much shit as I would expect, but... Oh, he has. I mean, you yeah, he's stirred up some <laughs> shit with Betsy DeVoy's because yeah. she's fucking yeah. awful. He said some. He said some pretty <laughs> crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A friend of mine actually put it uh, very well, which was just because your representatives have an obligation to serve the American public does not absolve the American people of the responsibility of serving themselves. Indeed, very well said. All right, well, with that, uh, I think it's time to bring this episode to a close, and I leave you guys. Uh, uh, I leave you out there listening with just one more thought. Let us all take a moment of silence 
uh, in mourning for no for a uh, well for no more of those absolutely amazing Joe Biden memes. Those were bad. <laughs> those were so presidents good. may pass, but memes never die. Memes never. Die. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, those I'm really Joe Biden going to memes. Is, do you remember uh, the Onion had this whole persona for John Kerry as like? <laughs> A spy, like oh. like a James Bond type spy. It was really good, yeah. and I'm going to miss John <laughs> Kerry in the Onion uh, articles. Alrighty then. Well, uh, also, that is it. Uh, what? As before, we do that. One final thing. Huh. A brief shout out to friend of the show Bella, who is a dog who has hurt her paw recently. Aww. So get well soon, Bella. Yeah, our hearts and minds are with you in this trying time of not licking your front paw. <laughs> Stay strong, Bella. Stay strong. <laughs> Stay strong, doggo. Stay strong. We're behind you all the way. Uh, all right then. Well, uh, next week is going to be acceptable vices. We're going to be doing something fun. I've yet to figure out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be doing something fun. fun. Yes. It might be Mandatory playing Overwatch. <laughs> it might not it might be playing another game in the same sort of vein as Fact or Crap, which was very fun. Uh, to be fair, Bono. like Grand the, show is, we the show be- is technically a week away. Derek can probably pump out a new <laughs> game in at least a week. Oh <laughs> man. No, Grand he really Bono. could. He's, he's kind of amazing. He re- or 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 as as George has been games. has been wild in the background uh we yeah we, we might play Hi, grand Kaylee. theft auto hello how are you <gasps> oh you're doing good girly huh? she's you're up late aren't you she's no she's away oh uh, hello little spawn there is there's a little human spawn. actually kaylee has her own in- tag in the show categories Did you know that? also it's since a, the a parent the- tag is skojo <laughs> since a lot of my friends have a lot of trouble dealing with children if they don't have children of their own let me let you in on my top tier number one secret for dealing with children just treat them like regular ass people who don't know stuff yeah like don't don't like worry about it man they're just tiny people who don't know stuff if they don't know stuff tell them about stuff and they'll think you're the coolest motherfucker who ever lived <laughs> i'm serious tiny drunk people sometimes yep also we should probably wrap up the show like yeah I let's do that all right well, like good night everybody 30 fucking minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> good night everyone yes good night good morning as it is as it was is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. This show is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. In no particular order, thank you to Rochelle Mantanona, Grant McGillivray, Kate McIntyre Ross, and Geek Knights for generously pledging $5 a month or more. If you'd like to support this show and all of our other shows here at Frostworks, you might want to consider becoming a patron yourself. 
Every little bit helps, and becoming a patron gives you access to behind-the-scenes goodies like blooper reels, project previews, and other great rewards. To find out more, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Victor Frost.